0: Today is Wednesday, September 29th, and you're surrounded by God's everyday graces. Take a deep breath now and give him thanks. Matthew 18:7. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse. Jesus in Matthew 18 reveals how seriously he takes sin. In particular, how seriously he takes sin that keeps people from believing in him. Even more specifically, Jesus says that he is furious with those who sin in such a way that harms children and or prevents them from believing. Eugene Peterson does a good job of laying this out nice and clear in the message translation. Let me read to you from Matthew 18, starting in verse 2, from his translation. I'm telling you once and for all that unless you return to square one and start over like children, you're not even going to get a look at the kingdom let alone get in. Whoever becomes simple and elemental again like this child will rank high in God's kingdom. What's more, when you receive the childlike on my account, it's the same as receiving me. But if you give them a hard time bullying or taking advantage of their simple trust, you'll soon wish you hadn't. You'd be better dropped off in the middle of the lake with a millstone around your neck, doomed to the world for giving these God-believing children a hard time. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse. Tim Harlow, in his book, What Made Jesus Mad, expounds on this passage. It's hard for us to imagine how much less children were respected in Jesus' day, he writes. The early church became known as a community that cared for children in a rare and special way, because they did a beautiful job of understanding what Jesus taught here. Aristides told the emperor Hadrian about first century Christians in this way. They love one another. They never fail to help widows. They save orphans from those who would hurt them. If they have something, they give freely to the man who has nothing. If they see a stranger, they take him home and are happy as though he were a real brother. They don't consider themselves brothers in the usual sense, but brothers instead through the Spirit of God. When we take all of these factors into account, particularly the social standing of children, we see that this passage is not just a prohibition against child abuse although it is that to be sure, we see that Jesus wants believers like us to make a clear and safe path for kids to be able to come to him. This is one of the reasons why at BGCC we invest so much in our programming for kids and youth. We want to give every child what they need to put their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, I celebrate every time we have a baptism, but when a child is baptized, I have a little bit of extra joy. I say that because I know that this child who's being baptized has the ability to live their whole life for Jesus Christ. Now, we live in a time when it's hard for everybody right now, I think especially kids. This pandemic has been tough. So I want this passage to be an invitation for us to pray for the children we know. Maybe it's your own children, or maybe your nieces or nephews, or friends' kids, or or somebody that you work with in our student ministry or kids' ministry. Pray for them. And if you think it's appropriate, send them a text to let them know that you're praying for them and thinking about them. Let's not simply sit on the sidelines. Let's do something to make this world better, especially for our kids. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse. Hard times are inevitable, but you don't have to make it worse.